Exodus chapter 24, starting with verse 1. Now he said to Moses, come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abu, and 70 of the elders of Israel, and worship from the altar. And Moses alone shall come near the Lord, but they shall not come near, nor shall the people go up with him. So Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the judgments. And all the people answered with one accord and said, all the words which the Lord has said we will do. Now that's real important that you hear that because I'm going to show you something. Moses comes down and they said, all the words which the Lord has said we will do. All right, let's go on. And Moses wrote wrote all the words of the Lord and he rose up early in the morning and built an altar on the foot of the mountain, 12 pillars according to the 12 tribes of Israel. Then he said, young men of the children of Israel who offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of oxen to the Lord. And Moses took half the blood, put it in basins, half the blood, sprinkled it on the altar. Now look at number seven. And then he took the book of the covenant and read in the hearing of the people... And they said, now I'm going to read it in the original Hebrew translation because our English, I looked up several Bibles and some of them hit it, some of them missed it. I'll read it in the original Hebrew. He read the book to the people and they said, all that the Lord has said, we will do and we will understand. Now, some of your Bibles in that word says we will obey. Some of it says we will hearken. Some of it says we will uh, hear. Some of it says we'll understand. But the original word is understand. In the teaching of God's word in this, because of this scripture, the Bible teaches, the Talmud teaches, that there are three very powerful, and matter of fact, the rabbis call it, the ancient rabbis call it very lofty or very high blessings from heaven released onto your life because of this teaching. If we'll understand what this teaching says, then we will have very high and very lofty three blessings released in our life. Now, the key to that blessing is found in verse 7. Then he took the book of the covenant and read in the hearing of the people, and they said, all that the Lord has said, we will do and we will understand. They said they heard the word of the Lord, and they said we will first, what? We will first do, and then we will understand. In Hebrew, in Judaism, the revelation of God's word does not come before you do it. We can understand the second part of the book if we don't understand the first part of the book. Okay? The whole, one of the major theses of Judaism is you're destroyed for your lack of knowledge. My people, those who love me, those who believe me, they're destroyed for their lack of what? Knowledge, but knowledge doesn't come from studying. Knowledge comes from doing. And when you do, then when you study, the revelation of what you're studying will come and set you free. There was three elements here. They heard the, heard the word spoken. 
If we don't speak the word, they, the truth can't set us free. Listen, doesn't matter how we say it, we can't say it more anointed than the way he said it. So first it had to be said, then it had to be done, and then after it's done, the revelation comes that brings the miracle. Look at Matthew chapter 18. Understanding what we just read in the first part of the book, look at what Jewish Jesus is teaching in Matthew 18. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child to him and set him in the midst of them and said, surely I say unto you, unless you are converted and become like a little child, you will by no means enter into the kingdom of God. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom. He's talking to Jews that understand one of the number one principles in all of the study of the Word of God is revelation doesn't come because we're smart. Revelation doesn't come because we study. Revelation comes because we obey as a little child. The blessing didn't come from the revelation. The blessing will multiply from the revelation, but the blessing began because before you ever understood it, you got out and began to do it, and once you began to do it, the miracle starts coming through the revelation. Is anybody understanding this? This is what Jesus is talking about here. Because how many people go, well, that don't make any sense. And until until we, that's what God is saying here, until we do it, There will be no understanding. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to make sense because God's word is supernatural. Somebody say amen. Now now listen to this. In Judaism, there's the Torah, there's the Talmud, there's all these, and the Mishnah and Midrash and all these things. And I won't get into all these things. But just to say this for people who are new, the, the, the Torah are the five books of Moses. We could read the five books of Moses tonight. There are are walls and walls of volumes of books called the Talmud. Because for 40 years that Moses and Israel were in the wilderness, God gave Moses the, the, the Ten Commandments, the Torah, but for 40 years he taught them what that means. What you could read in one night It took 40 years to explain the depth of this and how this relates to us and how this releases God's blessing. Amen? In the Mishnah, there is uh, the story of this scripture here. In Hebrew, it's it's Neshah Ve Nishma. It's a very important concept. It means we will first do and then we'll understand. And the story that goes along with this is, is that the Hebrew people... The Israelites, the Jews, were not the first ones God came to give his word to. That according to the teaching is, God first came to the children of Esau. And he said, will you accept my word? Now, I want you to listen to how important this is, because this really is a key to all the blessings of God. He comes to the children of Esau, and he says to the children of Esau, will you accept my Bible? And the children of Esau said, what's in it? And he said, well, one of the things is thou shalt not murder. And the children of Esau says, nope, we can't accept that because it's our nature to be warrior-like. We reject the Torah. So then he came to the children of Ammon, and he said, will you accept my Bible, my Torah? 
And they said, what's in it? And he said, thou shalt not commit adultery. And they said, no, it's, it, it's, part of our, it's part of our nature to commit adultery. And so then God came to the children of Ishmael. And he said, will you receive my, my Bible, my Torah? And they said, what's in it? Thou shalt not steal. It's in our nature to steal. And so the next thing he came to was the children of God. And he said, will you receive my Bible? And they didn't ask what's in it. They said, we will do whatever God tells us to do. Because God brought them out of Egypt, because God parted the Red Sea, because God got them out of slavery, they said to God, when God came and said, will you take my word and be the salt of the earth and the light of the world? They didn't ask what was in it. They said, yes. Why would we not trust God? And you know, when I was reading this in, 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 in Hebrew, I was thinking, isn't that just like us? When we first get saved, God, I'll do anything. Lord, I love you. I love you. And then God says, will you take my Torah? And we go, does that include tithing? Does that include not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together? And we wonder, now watch this because I'm going to take you somewhere. I'm not joking. This is, this, is, this is powerful. We wonder, where are the miracles of God? The miracles of God don't come until we understand the revelation. And the revelation doesn't come until we first, like the children, say, I don't understand why i got to eat my green beans, but God, you're a good God. You delivered me of drugs. You delivered me of heroin. You saved me. I don't understand it. But whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. When we do it, Then comes revelation, and when the revelation comes, it comes and sets us free, and we're going to end up being that end-time church that sees the manifestation. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. And if you think about that theme, folks, it carries all through the Bible every time God did a miracle. Think about it. What's the first miracle Jesus did? Water into wine, right? Water into wine. What did Mary say to the servants? Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Now now look at me a second. You've got to understand this is a major, major Jewish theme. Therefore, it's a major Christian theme. It's called faith. It's called faith. Okay? Whatever he tells you to do, do it. When they walked around the walls of Jericho, how many times? Seven times for how many days? Seven days. I'm blue. How many trumpets? Seven is the number of completion. After that comes the miracle, the number eight, seven plus one. They said, when you're walking around, don't say anything. Why? Because they would talk themselves out of it. Listen, I know, I know For most people, 90% of the time, it doesn't make any sense to tithe. For 90% of the time, tithing is a struggle. You know why? Because sometimes we do it and sometimes we don't do it. And when we sometimes do it and sometimes don't do it, we're not doing it by faith. Therefore, the revelation doesn't come and the truth you know, the truth you understand. We will do it, then we will understand it. And the truth you understand will then what? 
This is the theme throughout all the Bible. Everything Jesus did. Said to the man with the withered hand, stretch out your hand. What if he said, I can't. My hand is withered. What if he said to Peter, get out of the boat. Everything, every miracle has to do with doing before you understand. Every miracle. It is, and and to us, we call it faith, and I understand that, but we don't understand the depth of this because this is a crucial theme throughout Judaism. A crucial theme. Do it, and then we will understand. The first time Moses came for God and said, God wants to give us the Torah. God wants to give us the word. They said, we'll take it. They've just come out of Egypt. They've parted the Red Sea. And God's, Moses comes and said, God's going to give us his word. They said, we'll take it. But they didn't hear it yet. They hadn't heard it yet. In Exodus 24, Moses writes it all down and says, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do this. We are going to do this. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do this. And they just came out of slavery for how many years in Egypt? They didn't understand any of it. It's one thing to say, I'm going to do it. But it's another thing when you hear it and it makes no sense, you go, we're going to do it. Let me say it again. God, God speaks to Moses. Moses comes to the children of God. He said, he's going to give us our word. Do you want to take it? He, he, he was going to give it to Esau. He's going to give it to, the, to, the, to, to the, this group, the Amorites. He's going to give it to that group. They didn't want it because they want to know what's in it. He's going to give it to us. Do you want it? They said, we'll take it. Man, we, we were in slavery. He brought us across. Man, we'll take it. But they didn't hear what it was yet. And so now they got it, and Moses reads it to them. You've got to understand the Jewish, you've got the written word, and then you've got the oral word that's been written for those 40 years. And they go, what? He said, here's what you're going to do, here's what you're not going to do. And they go, okay, we'll do that. God said, you're not to worship idols. All they've seen for 400 years is worshiping idols. God said, you're not to eat any pig. All they've eaten was anything they could get their hands on. God said, you're going to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. God said, you're not going to commit adultery. Everybody's committing adultery. You're not going to murder. Everybody everybody kills the other person. You're not going to steal. How are we going to get it? But they said, you know what? It don't make any sense. But we saw what God did to us when he brought us across. And whatever he says, we're going to do it. And then we'll understand it. So when they said this, when they heard what God said, let me give you an example. I'm teaching you. God sent me here to Dallas to teach you to remember the Sabbath. Do it, then you'll understand it. We've got a good friend of ours that lives down in San Angelo. And uh, she has been very, 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 very ill for years. I mean, just wouldn't get any better, wouldn't get any better, wouldn't get any better. She is really sick, and so we rented a car, drove to San Angelo to pray for her. I mean, we bound, we loosened, we broke, we freed, we blooded, we pleaded, we did everything, and none the better. And we're standing in her house, and I said, God spoke to me. Are you, are you, keeping this, are you doing Shabbat? She goes, well, I know you've taught it, and I, you know, and I just didn't make any sense. I said, sweetheart. And so we got her Shabbat in the box, and we, we got her a tallit, and I said, just do it. 
Tiz talked to her today on the phone. She said, I started doing it four weeks ago. All of a sudden, my sickness is gone. My energy is back. You can't put a miracle in an old wineskin. You can't do it. It won't go in there. And there, there, are, there, I, you know, there may be an old wineskin sitting here going, you know what, I love pastor, but I just don't get this Jewish stuff. <laughs> you won't until you do it. Once you do it, then you'll understand. The Bible says a heavenly voice came out and said, when the children of Israel said, we will do And then we will understand a heavenly voice came and said, who revealed to my children this secret? That until now, only the angels understood. Now look at me, man. I feel the the ghost bumps. We don't get goosebumps at New Beginning. We get holy ghost bumps. When the children of Israel, the children of the world said, whatever he says, I'm going to do it. I don't understand it. I'm going to do it because that's what it says. And once I do it, I know I'll understand it. A heavenly voice said, who told them this secret? Who told them the secret? They got to do it first. And once they do it, then they'll understand the mysteries of my kingdom. Psalms 103 Verse uh, 20, bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts, you ministers of his, who do his pleasure. The God who just told Pharaoh to let you go, he's going to give you his word. Will you take it? They go, yeah, we'll take it. He's probably going to give us a word that we understand like we did back in Egypt. Then he comes and gives them a word that is totally foreign to any of their thinking. And they go, we'll do it. Then we'll understand it. And God said, who told them this secret? God is telling you a secret right now, folks. God is giving you the secret that only angels understand that when you do it, When you come to him as a little child, you say to a child, we're going to get in a car and we're going to drive over. If Anna were to say to Asher and Judah, our grand sugars, come on, we're going to go to Saba's house and Nana's house. They're going to go, well, um, is there enough gas in the car? Is that a ping I hear? Is the oil okay? No, they just believe that they're going to get in a car go to Saba and Nana's house and eat all the candy they want. Right? That's how it works for you and I. I can remember when I was in Israel for the first time and I saw one of the great grandchildren's grandchildren that name on the, on the ancient synagogue in Capernaum that, that he dedicated the synagogue. And Joseph said, Larry, the church and the synagogue were never divided for 325 years. And God spoke to me. I mean, in that street between the synagogue and the place that Peter healed Jesus' mother, or Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law. And God said, I'm going to show you how to reread the Bible through the eyes of a Jewish Jesus and not a Protestant Jesus. And I said, God, just show it to me. 
Just show it to me. And once I, and God said the first place you start is Shabbat. And once I started doing Shabbat, it was like the blinds came off of my eyes and this thing and next thing. And it's amazing, the word of God that's coming alive. God said, who told them this secret? Who told, when you, when you say, God, you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. God's going to say, who told you that secret? The moment you say, I will do it even before I understand it. God said, the mysteries that only the angels understand. And then he says three things. And let me give them to you real quick. Number one, it's the Talmud says 600,000 angels are released from heaven to begin to serve you. 600,000 angels are released from heaven. Those angels will teach us and guide us and lead us and protect us and bring prosperity to us. I have a, a Hebrew book on angels. And so I started studying it the last couple of days. And then I, then I went, went to the internet and started studying what Jesus said about angels and what Paul said about, oh my gosh, we got an army, guys. That is so incredible. I mean, we all believe in angels. We all love the picture where the little children are walking across the rickety bridge and the invisible angels there. But I'm telling you, the angels we're talking about, they're not only there, they got swords and weapons and finances and connections and business partners and money and miracles. Now, I'm not a big angel teacher. I got to be honest with you. You know, I'm not a big cloud and wings and harp kind of guy. That's just not me. But I'm looking at this and I'm going, my Lord. Remember the prophet, he said, Lord, oh, 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 open his eyes that he can see. And he walked out and he said, man, there are more of us than there are of them. We're about to go into a whole new dimension of the supernatural. Somebody say amen. And I heard a voice from heaven, a mighty voice saying, who told them this secret that only my angels knew? We don't have some little, little pixie dust angels. We got some bad hombres hanging around with us. 600,000 angels are released to protect us, bring, bring God's healing, blessing, strength, support, wisdom, finances, compassion, kindness. The second thing that happens is you, you, you inherit the blessing of a firstborn. What that means is everything you thought, you get a double portion of what you've been waiting for. Somebody ought to shout amen. And then the third thing is God begins to reveal to us the same secrets he revealed to the angels. We begin to move, and that's why, that's why and, and, I, and I don't know how much I can get into because it gets deeper and deeper. That's why the angels became jealous is because all of a sudden we who have failings, when we say I will do, then I will understand the fallen angels got jealous and said, how come you're going to bless them with a double blessing when we never fail? And it's because the wisdom that only angels knew that stood around the throne room of God and heard the Father and the Son talking about, that wisdom becomes our wisdom. And the truth you understand will what? 
set you free. How many are ready to go into a whole new beginning year? Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering and bless him. Amen.